Sorry. <laughs> I was just waiting for the part where I'd recognize, but I couldn't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. We got it. Hey, there, there. I'm keeping this one for the for the blooper reel. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's the Gift of Gaming podcast. We are back again after a week of absence. And today I'm, in, I'm joined by Craig the Critical Nolan and Kev B. Guys, how are we doing? <laughs> how you doing, man? <laughs> and Kev K. Not Kev P. Yeah, so that's the thing is I was like, how do I differentiate between the, between the two Kevs that appear in the show? And I was like, oh, I'll just say their initial, but B and P are, are very hard to differentiate against anyway so they it's even look similar yeah. Yeah. <laughs> same guy essentially just one same more guy. loop that's all but uh, yeah so this uh we didn't do an episode last week apologies there we had a scheduling issue so we're back on it today today's episode was meant to be a games club about um zelda tears of the kingdom uh but unfortunately and by that i don't mean unfortunately at all we got uh, the joys of a final fantasy 7 rebirth trailer the second trailer for the game on the uh state of play last week um, did you enjoy it, guys? Did you enjoy the trailer that we're here to break down in its entirety and talk about it in all its grandeur? But I mean, did you watch the trailer? Did you just did you have a nice time watching the trailer for the first time? Yeah, I I loved it. You were actually I was on the phone to you when I watched it. I was uh, hanging out with a friend and then rang you specifically to go through it and squealed like a child for three and a half minutes. I was so was excited. So yeah. Every part of it was. I was happy. lucky because I saw that there was a Nintendo Direct and the State of Play on the same day, and I says, "Oh, I'll just kind of." chill out and watch these kind of on my phone and just lying down on the couch you know in the background and uh intent direct was was was, was cool a couple of interesting <laughs> things say so. yeah it was yeah it was all right <laughs> it was all right at best um but then i was like oh, I'll, I'll watch the state of play and the state of play was also okay uh up until the point where they got to the end they played they showed a i can't remember which square enix game oh with the uh the uh, that stupid one with it's real colorful the swords um, or the paint thing it's all it's like an inkling Splatoon. It's, I guess, is a it's Splatoon. foam party or something? Foam party. Foam something, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a Splatoon knockoff. But that's a Square Enix game, believe it or not. And they were like, oh, I know, you know, something else from Square Enix. And I was like, oh, that game is a Square Enix game? It's awful. And then they mentioned Rebirth. And I got to watch the trailer there on my phone live. And I was like, this was an excellent surprise that I was not expecting. I didn't think we'd get another trailer. I mean, we had thought we might get one because of um, Ever Crisis. Yeah, because that game came out, I knew we were going to get a trailer like immediately. I kept saying, like, no, they're going to release a trailer. Yeah. Granted, the trailer came after, after the game the release, was released, yeah. so some people will still have got it spoiled. But like this trailer, they pretty much showed us way too much information. Like, so I didn't really, I loved the trailer, but I feel like I could have got three great trailers out of that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like, spread out over time. Maybe they, they just have, have nothing for the next six months they, or Maybe something. they just have so much stuff to show us. That I think it's because so much of what's in Ever Crisis is also in this game, so they had no choice. Just to, to throw a few beats out. But that that being said, is you know, we, we've read a couple of, since the trailers come out, um... Oh, just just by the way, people listen to this episode. This is just a full blown Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. <laughs> if you're not interested, in not interested in Final Fantasy VII, turn it off. Not, <laughs> this is not the episode for you. Um, but yeah, so uh, they had mentioned a lot of the breakdowns, or the, there's a Q and A, and there was an interviews with the um, developers and stuff that was released in the PlayStation blog after the trailer. They should not have released that. He gave away so much in that in that little breakdown interview. Thing Who Namura or uh, the one, the link you sent us? Was it Namura talking? No, well, it's Namura, the current director, and uh, he, 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 
I can't, I can't but they were the asking him a load of questions where I thought the answer would be, oh, we can't talk about that right now. But he just went in massive detail about yeah. everything. And I was like, you really should have saved those details for trailers and things like that. Like, you know, you shouldn't just reveal it all and this nothing in your Well, view. so this is the interesting thing is that for big games like this, those things often come out. We're just not paying attention to it because it's Final Fantasy. I was like, hook it to my veins. I will li- listen and read everything. So mm-hmm. they generally do these kind of things, which you're right. They were quite, well, anything that number, any kind of question that number answered had like, you know, you know, shrouds of smoke and mirrors over it as Nomura tends to do. But man, I, I thought so. Like they said a hundred hours of content uh, yeah. easy in the game, two which, discs. which yet yeah, two discs. They said the side content is, is way more, is way bigger than the main yeah, game. Yeah, twice content. as much side content as main game content. Which I'm is... hoping that means good side content because they even <laughs> mentioned like there'll be summons linked to the side content. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick of seeing the summons just as an, a virtual thing. I'd like them to actually be present in the story like yeah. imagine going for the knights of the round table mission imagine that being a whole side quest where you got to go get those guys the yeah. dialogue you'd have with them how cool like, they uh, look like even it's a cool like backstory if they were like these ancient uh centro warriors who were like the last remnants of the, or sorry cetra yeah. they were the last say 13 knights that fought against genova and lost but they like well they beat her and then they sealed their essence in a materia type thing Craig, you should be right so there's their eretz ancestors and yeah. even when you get them they like know this eretz and they're just like oh you were a descendant from us like they are the ancient war that'd be the best way to do it have them be the long lost awesome. warriors who defeated Genova the first time that would be so dope could you imagine could you imagine that the conversation you have with them i mean the only problem is it's nice around tables so they're essentially based off of arthur's you know yeah, yeah but you just have them to, like i said make them the cetrus so instantly it's like yeah get rid of the camelot reference yeah, yeah, grass, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just forget that little bit then, then you're good yeah so that that would be that would be cool but i guess I suppose the easiest thing for us to do is, I mean, I have the, the trailer broken down in its in its entirety. So if you haven't yet, if you're a fan of Final Fantasy VII and you haven't seen the trailer, pop the trailer on and watch it. Pause this podcast, watch the episode, and then just, just go through the trailer with us. And we'll, we'll, we'll break it down as to what mm. we know, what we like, what we don't like, what we expect, what we think certain things will mean. And we'll just get super excited about a game that's coming out oh, on yeah. the 29th of February. Woo! A leap year oh, game. Twenty ninth February. We gotta be careful. Is it a leap year though next yep. year, or they have they screwed us? No, it's twenty ninth of February. <laughs> it's, it's not actually, like, coming it's out. actually the following year because no, they no. didn't say two thousand twenty four in the trailer. It, it said February twenty ninth. No, it said twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're safe. No, we're you're safe, safe, Craig. We're they, can't, they can't pull the wool Does over. Does that mean we're gonna get the third part on February twenty ninth, twenty twenty eight? Yes, I would say so. Yeah. Why would you think that? Four years to Four the years since the last game. I know, but uh, the other game didn't come out on the 29th. No, yeah, but, but it no. came out on the 3rd of March, I think. Uh, okay. So a couple of days after. But I think the So why not March 3rd and not February 29th? Well, because February 29th is kind of a funny thing because it is a leap year. I like that I know, idea. but it, was, yeah. it should have been funny in you know the first game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they, they missed the beat there. They probably, they probably had to delay. They split the difference. They, they did March delay 2nd. it, didn't they? Yeah, did they, they did, yeah. It came out in April. They, it was meant to come out in March, and then they released a demo on the day that the game was meant to come out. Uh, and you got like to do the bombing mission. And mm-hmm. uh, and then it came out, yeah, like the 10th of April or something, maybe. Yeah, that, that was year. cool. So this one, I mean, it might still get delayed. You never know. But yeah. I mean, they said... They seem more they, confident with this one. Yeah. Because you know? they said winter 2024 or whatever. And then yeah. now they're saying the 29th. But like they're giving themselves the maximum possible amount of time. Yeah, winter 2024, the very last day of winter and, 2024. And like you said, Craig, even a couple of the bits from the trailer you pointed out just before when we were watching it, um, it looks like it's still a game 
in progress like yes. there's things that aren't fully uh, rendered in and everything else which was a great spot i love though that the in the first game where we had the doors of the inn weren't rendered in the oh, yeah. initial thing but that ended up being the whole big thing i on, never on once Twitter. noticed that and i did played through that game i, like three I, times. I played through it and i was because that happens quite early where you go to that inn in yeah. in the in the slums and i was opening that door and i was like Ugh, a lot of this game looks great but why didn't you render the doors but it became this like memeable thing and then people on twitter were talking about it and when they released the update they were like now it rendered doors <laughs> I was like, well, thank God for that. But the PS5 version didn't have that problem, Yes, right? yeah, that's They it, did yeah. lots with the PS5 version. Like, they changed... When you're looking at the plate from underneath as well, it went from being, like, kind of janky and pre-rendered and, like, it, it really didn't look well at all. And then the PS5 yeah, looks so Like, that scene, better. yeah, when you climbed up the top, yeah. you know, your favourite part with that yes, music, yeah, and then yeah. you're looking back... That just looked like a JPEG in the PS4 version. Yeah, like and I think it, I think it picture. was. I think that was like how they got around the processing power of the PS4. They were like, no, it's just a picture. It's just <laughs> yeah. a painting. It's like uh, that's what they Star did with the Wars. original seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all just like yeah, the whole know, game models yeah, pasted yeah. onto pictures. Yeah, that's and just yeah, you can run around. Why not? Why not? So I guess we'll we'll start. We'll crack into this trailer, guys. Yeah, uh, I mean, like I know you said there was a lot in it, but I watched it and like I know from your excitement, Kev, that it was a trailer that just kept and there's a certain point in the middle where it was just hitting me with bit after bit from what was the original Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. That's the gold 7. saucer part. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. Well, the gold saucer, the chocobos, all that bit where I was just like, wow, this has everything and like more than I could have ever I know, but if the original game had a lot of stupid things, but it annoys me that they're continuing on with this stupid shit. Like, that hates is, it should just not be in this That game. is sacrilege. Yet, they just have him in the muggle in the in the in the Kate sit thing as well so it's again once like we said before it's a robot in a robot so here's my stupid scottish accent for here's no my cuts it theory I and mean, i was hoping to get to this when we got to the part of the trailer but here's my my kate sit cuts it whatever however Kachi, we, Kachi, oh i'm never God. gonna say that no, no, no. <laughs> kate sit kate sit here's my kate sit theory in this game he is not a cat robot controlling another robot he is a creature that exists in the world that is good friends with Reeves. He's a spy for Reeves, essentially, and we'll go out and make friends with the party. But I also think he's kind of got like a, a tracker vibe going on because we see in the trailer that like, hey, we're looking for Sephiroth and Katz. It's like, oh, really? Sephiroth, you see? Yeah, 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 exactly. Scottish yeah. Scottish cause it is interesting because what I love about that. I mean, I love the Scottish. Scottish accent. It's my favorite accent of the world. But the delivery of the lines were terrible. Like, yeah, not ooh, Sephiroth. Yes, yes like who would say it like that you know <laughs> but Sephiroth's lines are way worse <laughs> he is being ruined and I, I think it goes because like COVID was like the height of the original FF7 yeah. remake you know we were playing it through the start of that so it stands to reason that they record a lot of the voice lines during COVID yeah. so none of the actors are talking to each other and it to me it shows a lot because the dialogue particularly in the first two trailers we've seen so far for Remake Part 2, the delivery has been terrible, yeah. especially from the actor who's voicing Sephiroth. Like, he is awful. You know, he's just like, uh, <laughs> Cloud, you know I'm the truth. Trust yeah. in me. Yeah, and I'm so just like, you sound like a fucking he, idiot. Like. He, his voice is a very good Sephiroth voice. His delivery is poor. But yeah. what I do have to say is that you're right. It, you think it should be better, but it is, it is a Square Enix Japanese RPG that is being essentially dubbed and they 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 never sell that's well true, they true. never but, sell but well clive did and the guy the voice actor clive and he was like did yeah. such an amazing job maybe i'm just used to that but now going back to sephiroth i'm like man you suck you know but i think the the clive's final 16 was a uh an exception to the rule or them understanding the importance of being able to deliver this to a and you know a western mm. audience but we'll go we'll break into this trailer before because we're yeah, the time's going to be such as like, we're going to talk for ages about this. So, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth trailer opens up, and it's uh, Midgar on fire. 
and I'm assuming the aftermath of the tornado bit that we have at the end of Final Fantasy VII Remake. And uh, it cuts to Zack carrying Cloud on his back. And I think uh, we hear the voice of, I think it's Elmira, Eret's adopted mother, just talking about how everybody thinks the world's ending. And the phrase comes up on the screen, uh, the world will be saved, but will you? Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Who, we, who, who, who are we talking about here? It has to be Eret, right? Considering it's like Elmira talking Aerith's mother yeah. or i actually thought it was Aerith when i heard it at first which is you know i thought it was a sure thing it was Aerith. but like who else is there to say like, well for me i honestly yeah, thought exactly. it, the world will be safe but will you because in the original game it was hinted at that the world was saved but everyone died you yeah. know like that the like because red 13 runs through a deserted midgar which has no people in it you know so that is the ending so for me that was the ending we were supposed to get but then in advent children somehow everyone was still alive i think know? so the red 13 thing was also at the start of advent children and i think that that I know, was they after tried, they tried to bullish, that bullish was us. After. yeah yeah but they so tried to just showcase it that some separate incident occurred afterwards that meant Midgar well they had empty. well i guess it's because the the in advent children the the stigma the stigma gets cured as well so there's no like long-lasting disease that's going to wipe out humanity but i guess yeah there's yeah is there something else that happens but they basically I, just redconned the ending you know like they were unhappy with it they wanted to make their movie and then they were like ah let's just delete that but what's what's nice is that yeah in the movie in the movie but in the game what i like about what they're doing here is is that they're sh- they're showing us i mean we know that final fantasy 7 remake that the, the trilogy is the sequel to advent children the movie essentially and the first yes. it, that's kind of how we're, where it's going to play out but they still you know they still say oh that was the bad ending you know which is where like the meteor comes and, and you're not really saved so here's your chance to get the good ending so i'm mm-hmm. glad that they kind of we might get a thing but, where but, but that is what i mean I, I mean like we could save the planet but this time humanity is lost like everyone dies you know so that's what it could be alluding to oh, because yeah. the original game we were, it was supposed to be everyone died but in but then they survived so in this true version maybe everyone does die and the planet is saved because humanity is just going to wreck it again so the best ending for the planet is wiping everyone going. <laughs> so you, you, your here. thoughts there is that, that that is alluding to a uh, the race of people as opposed to a single individual, a single individual in our party. Yes, per se. because it says "Will you?" and we don't know who the the royal you. We don't know who the text on the screen is talking to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I uh, part of me thinks it's. Zacker, I mean, this is just me going d- deep down the conspiracy hole of like, you know, who dies in this game? Because I have a funny feeling you could probably probably kill off Cloud in in this game and have Zack take I, that I mantle. think the only way to get rid of Sephiroth is to kill Cloud because he's permanently linked to Cloud. So there's no way of getting rid of Sephiroth unless Cloud is dead. Because he keeps coming back through Cloud. Like, that's how he's doing it. Like, if you read the, the white and black novella, it shows how in Advent Children, like, he was dead, he was in the live stream, but he managed to maintain his essence just through the memories Cloud had of him mm-hmm. and was able to rebuild himself knowing that once Cloud sees him, Cloud will just register Sephiroth in his mind and then Sephiroth will know He'll what he used to look like. Because yeah. he had no memories of what that was. But he's like, no, I'll rely on Cloud. When Cloud sees me, the fear in him will conjure me. Like yeah. it will give me a physical form. So he needs Cloud to live. So he's kind of nurturing Cloud. Though. Even in this game, he's nurturing him. So the only thing I would say in counter to that is that the reason I say Cloud is because we have two Clouds, essentially, in this you know, we've seen in the first trailer, there's like a cloud who's sick and he's going to the reunion who we, yeah. who we think is Zack's cloud. And then we've got like our hero cloud. And I just, my, my thoughts are like, well, if we've got two clouds, we can afford to kill off one and it yeah, not be Yeah, I, I think that's tragic, how they'll do the yeah. Hollywood ending. Yeah. I bet the second air cloud dies, the other one wakes up instantly. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that's not a bad shout. Okay, interesting. Okay, so from there, then we get. Oh yeah, the I always because I said this wrong for for years. Junon. 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 Yeah. Junon. So we get Junon with. Uh, what, what do you say? I used to say Junion. Junion. <laughs> like I an love, onion. An onion, <laughs> an onion with a J, like, you know, with the Junion. Uh, Junon uh, with Rufus kind of riding that super car, that white car with the soldier in it. And he, he kind of, you know, mentions that this is the, the new world order, kind mm-hmm. of his, you know, because that's the parade for his inauguration as president. Yeah. And they launch the cannon. Uh, not what happens in the original Final Fantasy VII. They there don't is, shoot the cannon. They don't the shoot the person. cannon. But I mean, one. they have to, the, the updated graphics and the shockwave across the water and everything else. Yeah, June yeah. looks absolutely class. Yeah. Like, it mm-hmm. looked great in the first trailer as well. You know, when they're fighting on the beach and you can see the high wind on top of it and everything yes. else. So I'm glad they focused on it more in this one. And even like, even when you have the scene of Cloud doing the, the marching thing, like all the buildings look the same. The laneways look the same. Yeah. The shop mm-hmm. fronts, like they're keeping They've the really captured everything the perfect. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. lovely. It's, it's great. So then we go from that to, yeah, the marching uh, soldier uh, group that Cloud's uh, leading, which I guess is still going to be a mini game. Hopefully itself. that'll be a mini game. That'd be great if they just threw that into the gold saucer for no reason. Because <laughs> there, is, there is a bit in the... Um, on the command, so when you pause it, when the mar- soldiers are marching, there's a bit on the command thing to say change formation. Um, and uh, so I guess there is like, you know, certain actions they have to do. Because in, in, the, in the original game, it was with a gun, right? You had to fold the gun yeah. in time with you the other guys. You had different poses with the four buttons. Yeah I, yeah, yeah. I have never done well on that game. I only replayed seven a few months ago, like maybe May. And uh, I can never get a good score at all. And then, like, the presenters are watching you and they, they talk shit about you. <laughs> like, who, what is this guy doing? Get him out of there. I hope we see those presenters in this game because I always was like, where are they coming from? Yeah, like, yeah. Where who are, are, those are these guys? guys? Because there was a, in one of the articles you sent me, I think it was the one uh, with Nomura and everything in it, they were talking about the minigames and talking about that one in particular and saying yeah. that it, uh, it is going to be different. So like you're mm-hmm. leading the formations or whatever in this one, rather than Cloud just being tacked on so the back. So like yeah, you, yeah. you, so you as a leader, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 so you well, can like, like walk and, and give commands and the, the, you know, the, the, the guys walking behind you will change formation. And yeah, it'd be cool to, if it goes on for a while, like, you know, you're doing different things and the crowd, they're actually cheering. Yeah, yeah. What they're you're just doing. Because we could really get into it. Like, it looks like that's what they're doing is expanding so many of the mini games, you know? So I can't wait. A hundred hours of content. So what we got after that then is we got little kind of run around of the world it's cloud running through cloud and i think that first scene is is it is it gone gaga like zach's old hometown like i with think the blown that's up reactor? yeah that's what everyone's been saying it's, that's the only place you go to a blown reactor like that in the original game right mm. is yeah. gone gaga and it's it is it has to be yeah okay i think it has to be gone so we get yeah. like gone gaga then we get a, a shot of underneath uh uh Junon, yeah and then we get a shot of cosmo canyon oh. how's how's the world looking to you to you fellas gorgeous yeah it really is like ne- next level good and it, it leads me to believe that like the areas will be much bigger than say ff16 like you just they just seem so expansive the way you can see the the draw distance so much, in the background yeah. it looks really nice because my my hopes is that me and kev were chatting away and it was before i read the interview piece um with the development team me and kev were talking and i was like man i i still think it could be like you know 100 hours of content to this i still think it could be a whole open world map but they confirmed i think essentially not not exactly 100 percent, but they have essentially <laughs> confirmed that it's big massive areas that you can return but I think back that to those areas are just the continents i'd say so there's just going to be there'll be the first continent will get you as far as june on and then that's probably where the first kind of loading type screen thing happens you know when you get the boat to go over you know like but everything before Junon will be 
a whole open world, I'd say. Yeah. And then everything from Costa del Sol will be the second part of the, the world. And then you might get... Because they've said specifically that Wutai won't be in this, so that's not going to be its own continent this time. So you might get a third continent being the Forgotten Capital, which might have mm. a few more locations in it this time. Yeah. But it could split it at one. like Nibelheim or somewhere on the second continent, you know? Because uh, They I are changing the location of places. Because, yeah, and the order. Yeah, because yeah. you show up in Medil, which is on an island to the south. So you, the party have no way of getting there. There's no way they could, could get there in this game, yet they are. You know, well, we think they are. I mean, but it looks exactly like you're talking about the hospital scene. The hospital. You can yeah. see they, they purposely show you the the, the blue curtains. stuff. Like yeah. it's definitely the uh, the medieval hospital. The, the yeah. doctor's clinic. I don't know because like why is he in the hospital with his sword and not in a wheelchair if it's the hospital? So because that's post like the hospital part and the part where he's in a wheelchair will be in the next game. Yeah, yeah. And this is what I'm saying. Like they're they're changing the order. So you're going to medieval first as opposed to afterwards you'll probably come back again when cloud is fucked up yeah, you know? yeah. I, I, like I, they're introducing that yeah. place now yeah they're introducing that place and the doctor and the fact that he's the guy working on cell degeneration and i think that'll lead into like this is where we need to bring cloud when he's yes. when he's sick okay. and all that kind of stuff and even in that same scene with um the clones cloud does see sephiroth and goes to attack him again but which is such a silly scene it's a silly scene because of the, the voice acting but it's cool so everyone will be able to see that, okay, Cloud is kind of freaking out. He's like, kind of crazy. Because there's loads of times in the first game where you're like, is Sephiroth actually there or is only... Cl-? Like, the party a lot of the time don't register if they're seeing Sephiroth or not. Yeah. You, know, you don't know. there's an interesting you know? scene in the first game where before you, before you drop down to the bottom of one of the research things in the Shinra building where you meet Red 13 and he starts fighting with you, um, is Sephiroth on the catwalk. Yeah. Uh, and Cloud jumps to attack him and you fall down but there's no like, none of the party react none, to it at all to Sephiroth being there yeah. yeah so you wonder is he just is he crazy is he crazy the whole time yeah so good so good okay so from from the, the scene where we get uh, every, like a little bit of a around the world we go to Tifa fighting with kind of some ships on the beach that thing's fairly standard but then we get our first introduction of what looks like the new the new version of Dual Text so mm-hmm. we have um Cloud and Barrett, like it's very much a side by side fighting thing. And like, you know, Barrett crashes down on the monster and Cloud follows up then with a slash down. Yeah. And then we get Red 13 and Aerith. And Red 13's kind of like fighting around Aerith as she's just clonking things with the sticks. The dual tech look. I mean, you guys played Is the. That, di- was Aerith. Sorry to interrupt. Was nope. the Aerith and Red thing, was that a dual tech or were they just. Fighting? I don't think that was a dual tech. I think they were just dual fighting. tech was with Kate's hit where he's like. An actual. The, okay. Yeah, after. Whereas the I think spell. that was just kind of showing Red fighting because it's the first time. Yeah. We've seen red. Oh no, we saw a bit of red gameplay in the, yeah, the yeah. first track. And, and and in this one, it's the exact same place. I think it's just that before you get to to Junon, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I mean, based on the cloud and Barrett one dual text, you you guys played the Yuffie DLC, which is kind of the first introduction we got to them. Yeah. Are you guys excited to have the the dual text? I am, and I am. And I found the Yuffie DLC like difficult to play. Like even though I was only controlling Yuffie and Sonon, but I still found the controls tricky and like to to learn how she worked and stuff like mm-hmm. that and i'm just thinking to myself if i had to play yuffie doing the dual text with sonan while also controlling tifa and cloud and doing those dual texts again that would be way too overwhelming for me yeah, i don't yeah. think i'd be able to manage because the, the characters are starting to play quite differently so it's no longer the case of i'll run up and press square and then you know do a spell or whatever plus unless they've mapped more buttons it means I'm going to be pressing start and choosing my commands like crazy. Like, because there's just too many new abilities, you know, with the dual text and all yeah. the different stuff. Because like, we... S- the, the game is going to be paused for the majority of the game, if you, you know? To, if you have to change. I'd say, judging by the first trailer, we got to look at what looked like more like kind of charge bars, which people are saying is, is like for the use of the dual text. Yeah. But it's kind of like... um. 
I think in the interview they said it's, it'll be used like a, it charges like a limit and it'll be used like a limit. So I wondered, is it, is it a simple thing where you've got a attack and you just press left or right on the D-pad and it'll have like, you know, dual tech Tifa, dual tech Barrett, depending on who's on your Because your we were saying uh, like there's, there's not probably going to be too many dual techs per person. Because if you consider how many individual attacks they have to animate and everything else, like it might only be might just be one for every set of characters like maybe yeah. two if we're i didn't each, even know? think everyone would get one with each character i thought there'd be like two or three you know and they just kind of pick who they match I, up well with judging by the and then later on the trailer it shows judging that Aerith has a dual tech with katsith i think yeah. everyone's gonna yeah, have a dual tech with yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. yeah if you're gonna pick those two together to have a dual tech it's like, mean, whatever who, who, gets one who, who would katsith do one with like you know <laughs> like nobody is like but that's, close with him but that's what i'm quite excited for uh because i mean if you're changing the party around a lot which i think i I will, based on how this game looks. Cuts it was a person I never had on my team in the original Final Fantasy Yeah, I used him for no, an hour terrible. and then went, to, who would want to throw yeah. a dice? You took his, your... his, what was his mm. materia that made manipulating people easier? You took that off him and gave it to someone else so you could learn enemy skills and then I just never used him Never again. used him again. Mm. But it looks like he's, because, I mean, every character, I mean, Aerith, Aerith was still fun, but I'd say the weakest of the four we could play as in the first remake. I'd say in terms of, like, fun... Yes, and her the voice actor had very little dialogue. So anytime you switch to Eric, you go, "I'll show you what I can do." And like after a while, I get so sick of hearing that. But the other characters had that problem as well. But she was the most powerful of the the characters, I think, because magic is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but she just isn't as fun to play as. She's standing she, at, in the very standing still. Yeah, yeah. Spells, Whereas if you're some people Tifa. love. I mean, your brother would love that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Andrew you know. would be a big fan of that for sure. But I think you know, seeing him uh, and the dual text, everything. I'm very excited to to see that like the cutscenes how that's going to change the game like how exciting fight scenes would be they could be there fighting bosses like fighting elena and co and you're doing dual techs with tifa yeah. and Aerith and everyone's it's just you know it's going to hype the cinematic uh yeah. side of things so much but yes like that yeah. fight against rude and elena that they showed in the first trailer like I, i'm so excited to play that it's like, gonna be great yeah. especially because it seems like they're doing active transitions during the fight you know with tifa and cloud back to back and they split for seconds and all of a sudden a beam from Aerith gets yeah, fired I'm like yeah. oh that's cool it's gonna be so good um after that little show of uh, the little fighting show we get a, a flashback of sephiroth cutting through the the i suppose the what would you call it the, the capsule the capsule, capsule to yeah. release the monster, the monster where he and you can hear sephiroth talking about like oh god am i even human so we get a little look back at the no at the Nibelheim flashback you know <laughs> yeah yeah uh do you think that's going to be delivered well not him. by the sephiroth's voice actor no he's doing a terrible job damn um, I think I think maybe like the the storyboarding for lack of a better term the visuals like they'll they'll probably expand that section of the game and like I'm excited I, to see yeah, it with, with dialogue so. and everything else. But if you just think of Sephiroth the character, he's very much like Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars Episode Three. He's a good guy one moment and then he's an instant bad guy the other moment. Yeah, you know he just goes yeah. from good to evil like a light switch, and it never ever made sense. And even in this one, I'm like, I hope they do a good job trying to show him slowly that's turn. Why I, that's or why I think, Or if yeah. they have a scene with him, like, slashing the capsule, right? And then he goes down. I'd love to see the Genova cells slowly start to infect him or something. Like, he's been so strong that he's been keeping it at bay. But, like, because he feels vulnerable now, he's questioning his identity. Show us the Genova cells taking a hold, you know? Like, changing him. And, and then it's fine. Then it's all good. If so long as I know he's being influenced and he's not just but do turning you not evil think, for no reason. Do you not think this... Because my thing about it would be them re-releasing um, like a HD upped version of Crisis Core essentially for the PS5 and that going through the story of you know Genesis and Angeal and them succumbing to the Genova cells. Do you not think that we will get lots more 
of kind of that in this scene? Do you, I mean, I don't think they're going to go through this flashback without mentioning Genesis or Angeal. I mean, yeah, it's, I haven't played Crisis Core in so long, and I'm I'm not looking forward to any of that because I'm going to be so confused. Yeah, even even seeing Zach angers me. Like you know, I'm just like <laughs> I don't I don't want him to be included. Like yeah, you know? yeah. But it, so my thing about it would be now. I, I mean, did they expand on it, or was it just massively confusing in Crisis Core? It was massively confusing in Crisis Core. It made very little sense, a classic yeah. JRPG style. But I would be so surprised if we didn't start the game with this flashback. And we didn't get our first hint of... Because we, we've already gotten in the DLC for the uh, 7 Remake. We got all the feckin' Dirge of Cerberus characters in there. So so we know they're going to have a, another part to play. <laughs> so this would be the first introduction, I think, of, of the Crisis Core side of things beginning to meld into. I don't think we're going to go through that flashback without Sephiroth talking about my friend Genesis succumbed to the Genova cells and he became a monster and maybe I'm one of them it's too. It's just all too convoluted. And yeah, it's it's I, ho- I hope we... I hope we get through most of this game without it getting too ridiculous. Because I feel like the third game is going to have to be out there, you know? Like, they're going that direction. Mm -hmm. But I'm hoping they are still... Because, you know, they're talking about hitting all the same plot points and everything else. But just keep it together for this game. Throw in a few mad bits. I'm fine with a little bit of extra story. It's going to be different, whatever. But, like, I want to go to all the same places and do all the same things with all the same characters, you know? And if it's going to end at the, the Forgotten Capital, where, spoiler, Aerith gets chopped up, um like that seems like a perfect place to diverge like that's going to be you know potentially Aerith survive maybe well this is what my sense of it is that Aerith survives and cloud dies uh i think cloud dies at the end of the at the forgotten capital and you play you play the third game as zach yeah for me logically it would make sense if cloud died because that would stop sephiroth from coming back to life but these are japanese game directors and they are insane. So <laughs> it's not going to go that way. You know? <laughs> I, so I just think because my thing about it is the fact that we were crossing timelines and the third disc, the third game will be the absolute crossing of these two timelines. So Zack's party will come into play with Cloud's party. Cloud will be dead, but there'll be a sick Cloud. And everyone will think that's, oh, we got to save Cloud. It's still an opportunity for us to save they bring Cloud. bring that sick Cloud to Medeo. Like, that's the Cloud. That's that the Cloud. There. I mean, that's yeah. what I mean. And I think you play Possibly. the... Yeah, you play the game as... The last thing would be playing the game as Zack. You know? I just don't think we're going to... I don't think Zack is going to be playable in this game. No, I don't think this game, but I think the next game. I think he'll be the main... Uh, this is just... This is me, my tinfoil <laughs> hat on saying, I, I think because Cla- Zack is such a such a fan favorite such yeah, a fan it, favorite it, it, and i know yeah. it bothers you craig yep. because he's, he's just cloud of black hair in the yeah. original game yeah and he know? steals a lot of cloud's traits and like but he doesn't even have his own identity yeah even, i told you about how he met there yeah jesus yeah. christ yeah yeah. yeah yeah well well crisis core cha- tried to change all that like you know but but crisis core made zach a real big fan favorite uh for the fans but they changed who he was yes. as a character yes yeah. but from that, an uh, arrogant douchebag to like this hero who we're supposed to love and yeah. like no that's never who he was you were never like that you were always a douchebag yeah. but um so i think that's my that's my conspiracy theory tinfoil hat on um that that's how we'll get that so yeah i think flashback's gonna have lots of weird Nomura bits it's gonna get it. weird yeah. yeah i just i, I hope wish it would, they just save the weirdness till the end like yeah. they did with the first game you know it, like the first game is a relatively like normal story you know with just a bunch of people trying to blow up reactors because this evil corporation are ruining the world that's pretty basic you know it's just pretty it's a nice action kind of movie yeah but this one is going off the rails right from the get-go with these flashbacks yeah. and like sephiroth questioning if, if Do i have the genova cells not like i don't want to hear that you know? yeah, yeah. but i like why would you not rather hear that and have you know 
a bit of exposition for Sephiroth going mad than just like a flashback where suddenly he's in a library and he's mental and he throws. He's reading books and fast forward like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think no, I think the I think the them explaining some of what happened in Crisis Core or some of the knowledge that Genova sells will make for a more tasteful. Oh no, that that's what process. I want big time. I just don't think they're gonna do it. They're just yeah, gonna. Okay. They're, you're what, what's gonna happen? It's gonna be just like Episode Three, and he's just gonna kill all the younglings. <laughs> which in this meme is Nibelheim with the the whole town of villagers. Yeah. He's just going to kill them off for no reason. And then he's just going to be evil. And we're going to just have to go along I with think, that. I think I disagree. And I will bet you one slice of pizza that we get way more. A whole pizza. You can you afford a whole half pizza on this pizza. I'm going to eat the other half. <laughs> All, right, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So after the, the defeat. <laughs> after the flashback we get, and I know you don't like how the lines are delivered, but I actually think this is a really, really cool scene where I don't I don't know where they are. They're in some building somewhere, but Cloud's like, we're looking for Sephiroth. Can you find him? And then you get, what's the Ooh. what's the real name, Kev, that you think people want to call uh, No, I don't. There's like the Final Fantasy Union channel. They say Kachi. Loads of people say it. I know Maximilian Dude absolutely despises that. Yeah. I say Kate Sith. I used to say Cat Sith. I say Cat Sith. I used to say Cat Sith as well. But no, Kate Sith just sounds... Which makes sense. C-A-I-T. Yeah, Kate Sith. Um, but we get his introduction. And I quite... Although his delivery, as you said, Craig, is, is, isn't great. I love I love that scene. I love I, that like, they have like an information broker with them. We're like, hey, we're trying to find Sephiroth. And you, we've heard that you're a cat that can find him. And he's like, I? <laughs> <laughs> but what annoys me is that like, we're going to have... We can only play as three characters at once. You know, yeah, we can swap them in, but we're not going to be swapping every five seconds, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, they probably spent ages working on him, but he's going to be benched no, immediately looks, by everyone. So this is, I disagree. I, I sent the message to the, like, the podcast WhatsApp group or whatever after watching the trailer, and it was like, Kate Sith looks great. Like, that's a sentence I never thought I'd say. Yeah. I think he looks amazing. But he looks just like he did in the original game. Yeah, he but it's this fantastic. big, massive robot that but doesn't make any sort of sense. No, it doesn't. And he, like, pops in and out of existence, and yeah. he's, like, twirling around. And, like, you say that because you're excited fun. because you haven't played them yet. But an hour in, you'll be like, oh, I'm over this. So so this is where I think, so. if he plays, if he's got the kind of moveset, which was all very mundane. Like he's he going to be throwing dice and shit. I don't you know? know if he will. I think, judging by the way they were playing as him in that small snippet of the trailer that you see, where he's kind of, you know, after you're introduced to him, you get a little scene of him fighting in the battle. He looks like he could be, like everybody so far, a lot of fun to yeah. play as and I think because I mean, of that he could be fun but he's still going to be benched you know I always want that you've realism hated him, you know? you've hated him for so long well no I mean I, like... I love Red 13 but I can tell you right now I know he's going to be benched too because I don't want this Sonic the Hedgehog spinny bullshit <laughs> you know like I don't want that you know yeah, so yeah. he's also going to get benched like you know I would love I love if they were able to get the stats you know after everyone had played it like you know a couple of months later being like the most picked or the least picked people in yeah. people's parties you'll have you know regardless of how funny it is Casey will 100% be one yeah, of he the he will be 100% yeah. at the bottom but yeah. what I'm thankful for is that he does look like he could still be he, he he seems to fit in this whole everybody's fun to play as kind yeah, of yeah all the characters yeah. have been fun to play and yeah. there's nothing to suggest that he won't be fun. like it's it's not the original game it's not an original you know turn-based and he uses yeah. manipulate and yells at people or rolls Chose dice, a dice or whatever or he does he has two limit on breaks and none, yeah. neither of them are good like it's not going to be that they, they've obviously put some effort into him which i appreciate yeah. he looks fantastic he's it looks like he's got two separate sets of moves like one when he's just kate sith and one when he has the robot yes. thing it looks like him, they're both know? doing things in the moves which is kind of cool yeah. because yeah. it gives them a little bit more style to him because he's just this big robot that yeah can really and, move very well. yeah and i think they're probably i mean it's so funny i've seen so many like you know memes about him being like you know he's a he's a robot driven by a cat it's a cat robot driving another robot but in this <laughs> in this one it looks like whatever the thing that he has whatever the fucking robot is my impression is that 
Kate Sith's going to be a real life thing, not a robot, who has befriended Reeves in some way, or they both care for the the way the planet is going. So he, he works for Reeves or works with Reeves to go and spy and see what's going on. And I think whatever the fuck the robot is, is magical in this game because we saw it like poof into existence. And I think if that's how they're going to do it, you could probably, it's a little, little bit more pliable than what you had before. Even if Kate Sith, the cat, was still a robot. <laughs> I'd feel better about it if the other one wasn't a robot and was like a magic, like a materia or something. Like, like they explained thing. it away somewhere, even if it's stupid, you know? Yeah. A robot driving yeah, we're, a robot. Yeah. We're already giving Kate way too much time. What, what's the next thing? <laughs> that was one of the standout parts of the trailer. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed it too. The next scene we get is, and this is going to be so, so cool because it, to me it shows how, how big the world possibly is. We got our first look at the Doom Boogie. Oh, the Doom Boogie look looks cool. great. Yeah. And it looks like it is... Is it called the Coral Prison? I was talking about this. Because it's Mount Coral under the Gold Saucer where you fight Dine. I don't know if the prison had a name. But oh, it's just I mean, like... It's yeah, yeah. It's so directly it, under the, the Gold Saucer. It looks like that area. It's all deserty and stuff. It yeah. looks great. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked fantastic. But like the fact that they showed all these different methods of transportation with the different chocobos going up the walls and yeah. everything like that, that leads you to believe that the map is very big. Huge. You know? Yeah. yeah. Because that you can need you're going to have to have specific chocobos to get to certain areas. So it is going to, traversal is going to be a big thing. And they, this, they said something about um, it being specific chocobos for specific areas. Yeah. So like the black one will be in one area and the, the sky chocobo or whatever will be in another area. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So what I'll do is, so the next thing we get, we get our first look at the chocobos. We see a black chocobo walking up uh, a cliff and we see like a kind of turquoisey green blue chocobo kind of gliding in the air to i think it's is it hojo talking over this talking about oh i see you're here for the reunion as well mm-hmm. but what's cool about that well what's i mean that looked great but i'm i'm a little bit worried that breeding chocobos is not going to be a thing based off i don't s- think breeding them will be a thing i'd say you just rent them from the stable in the in, in the, the area or yeah. whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah and that breaks which my is heart. a shame yeah because that was that was so much that, like they've said that oh you use these chocobos to to get to parts um you know for further exploration like mm. they, they won't have anything to do with the main story but if you want to go and explore get your black chocobo and climb these mountains and I would love if you could only if like ah oh, but I don't have a black chocobo yet oh when I breed one I'll bring it back there and I'll climb those mountains I'd love that for the level of kind of like you know playing around in that chocobo breeding mini game yeah, yeah. that would be so much more fun and less grindy than the original game was i hadn't thought about it but i mean realistically yeah you'll probably be running around and you'll be able to see them and go up to them and initiate a battle because i mean you could fight them in ff16 so they have all those animations ready like to yeah go. so it just be it'll be a fight and you just throw the geisel greens at them get the music going on their backs you know i don't see why they why they couldn't do that yeah we've been introduced to chocobo bill we've seen the chocobo farm in the first trailer yeah to me it's like as a person who just who really enjoyed that that bit i was quite lucky in terms of it didn't take me ages to do the grind with the internet so i was like oh here's a do here, i get this i get this and which bit that were just the breeding to get the gold chocolate it took us to, a, we used to we did that in school it took us ages it took us forever yeah, yeah. yeah i'd rather not not breeding but find them in the wild you know sorry if i wasn't clear with that like, oh, like, oh so you, you don't just, you, you, you could see a gold one or a green one well not not gold but you see a black one a green one a blue one and you're just like oh shit that's the one i need and then you chase after mm-hmm. that'd be yeah. fun i think i'd like I'd like the breeding part, but I mean, I, you know, just go back I just to want everything to be in it. So, ha- you know, ha- have some chocobos called Billy and Barry and whatever and the Goldie. names. And Goldie. Every gold yeah. chocobo. <laughs> Goldie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just right. got tired of naming them after a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so after that, we get, <laughs> so we get this thing of like, uh, cool chocobo showcase. And then we get the little 
tiny little snippet of Cloud segueing around what has Amazing. to be Costa del Sol. Yes. And in the bottom right, also the Hojo doing his voiceover. Yes. So it's probably him at the beach, and then shows Cloud doing this little thing. In the yeah, yeah him at the beach as well. I forgot about that part. Is but Hojo it, sunbathing in the original game? Yeah, he is. Yeah, and because we Cloud is wearing different clothes, I imagine everyone's got their summer gear on. You know. That's I love it. So so I know the Japanese have to have scenes where the main <laughs> characters are in their bikinis at the beach. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That just has to happen. They have mm-hmm. to tick the box exercise. Like, yeah. It's going to be great. And yeah, the the bottom right, I pointed out when we were watching the trailer. Oh, uh, yeah. For the yeah. second time, it says distance traveled on the Segway and it's like 1.3 kilometers. <laughs> so there's obviously plenty of space to explore in the Segway. I, I love it. I love it. So an interesting wait. thing, yeah, Costa del Sol. So they've got a little mini thing of everyone in the new gear, Costa del Sol. Then one of my favorite bits of the trailer, we're, tra- we're dropped from Cloud in the Segway to the Midgar Zolum, like just the next scene. And he looks unbelievably good. Yeah, he looks fantastic. Uh, and because you fight Elaine and the Turks and stuff in the cave just past the Midgar Zolum, yeah. right? You so don't that- fight them. They just talk to you and then they leave. But, oh, but, yeah. but but we will but probably we do fight them in this game. It, it looks like, like yeah, it looks definitely like that a fight. Was in the yeah, cave. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I wonder if if it will be a chocobo thing. Like, do you have to get a chocobo from Chocobo Bill at the farm to get across to? Well, yeah, that, that's how you in the, the first original game. game but yeah. I wonder if they'll do the same. No, thing so in this. judging by that cutscene, it looks like it's a battle thing, and I think to cross there, you have to fight and defeat the Midgar Zone because this and this is where I think that I possibly think they made a mistake in introducing Sephiroth the way they did in the first game is that Sephiroth is this terrifying entity for such a long time in the first game without you ever seeing him mm-hmm. and then you cross the marsh and then the midgar zolom which is this thing you can't fight is like staked through a tree yeah and everyone's like oh my god sephiroth did this i don't think we're going to get that i don't because because sephiroth's doing a totally different thing now based yeah, yeah. off yeah but he happens. pops up so much even the traders he's he's popping up more than any other everywhere yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah they're using him way too much they yeah. could they could still do it i don't know like i mean maybe it's a case that you go and you get a cutscene and he pops up and it's all scary and then he gets murked by the by sephiroth but then you can go back and fight him in the original game because he just respawns but that kind of continuity error won't fly anymore like no. it was fine in the well first i mean there game. were always two of them because you you had to cross the to kill the that puddle. one yeah, and then true. there was the dead and one, then the even, dead one was over there so there was always two well, so it doesn't just because there's one here that we fight doesn't mean separate hasn't killed them already which yeah. he will but have. i think that was just like a continuity error from a game from 1997 do you know because it's why like, would they have been why wouldn't there why be more there, than one monster well why isn't there two of them just like in the thing trying to get you all the time there's only oh, ever one in the how would they breed how would they make more separate's already already killed the one so when you when you're crossing over, there's only one chasing, and you get to the other side, and because you've escaped it, you haven't fought it, and you see the one that Sephiroth's killed. So there is two, but you only ever have to worry about one because Sephiroth's oh, killed yeah, one. So. Is so I mean that's what I'm saying. But yeah. I don't think that we're gonna get any. I think you will fight the Zolum. To I cross. think we'll fight it, and the party after about sixty seconds will be like, "Let's get out of here. We can't beat this thing." Like. For me, it's gonna be one of those moments where like they're overpowered and they need to bail. Okay. You know, yeah, so yeah. The, you you will trigger a fight, but they'll be, be like, too strong. okay, we need to do something else, and then they'll think, let's go back to the chocobo farm. Maybe we need speed to get across. You know. Okay. Yeah. And so because they wouldn't, you wouldn't get to the lake and just see a shadow, and then they'd be like, oh, I don't like the look of that. We better get chocobo. Like you'd have to see it. You know. Yeah, yeah. There, there'd always be a cutscene, and then the party go, oh shit, let's get out of here. Yeah. So I still think you are going to retreat and not actually kill the thing because in this you've got to assume that you go to the farm before you get to the lake or anything because in the after integrate they're all in the car with Chocobo Bill like yeah. on the way to the farm because in the original game it's like well, they weren't on the way to the farm they were hitching a ride to camp oh that's it so that's yeah. true. they yeah, don't yeah. go to the Chocobo farm so yeah. realistically they're going to go to that lake realize they can't cross it and yeah. then go oh shit 
that chocobo guy remember he's around yeah. here somewhere yeah well, then they have the sense. idea to yeah. go go there and then in the first uh, we did see in the first uh trailer you, you, the area that the chocobo farming is kind of very heavily forested it looks like and there was another scene later on in that trailer where all the party are on chocobos running around what looks to be a similar environment so yeah that looks like that would yeah. that would say um looks like it'd be correct next we get uh some more dual text barrett and yuffie which looks unbelievable. I love that awesome. one. That yeah. one looked great. Yeah. yeah. Baron and Yuffie, and then we get the Aerith and Scott thing, which I love. Like her giving, <laughs> like, the, whatever the fuck the robot is, some orbs to eat, and then he just blasts <laughs> it. This so power good. beam. It's so good. It's like, He could be so much fun. And uh, I would love for that, like, that, um, uh, what would you say, that renewal for him that he's like. The redemption the arc. redemption arc yeah, for Katsu, yeah. that he'd actually be a little bit fun. This game's that. actually about Katsu when he becomes <laughs> the main character. Cloud dies and he leads the party to victory. So this, after that one where we see the dual text, which looked great. Oh, actually, just on the dual text, on the reading of uh, some of the interviews and that with the developers, they've actually come out and said that, you remember in the first remake, there was a skill tree with the weapons. Yes. They said there's a skill tree now with the dual text. So I wonder, would we even get a dual tech with the weapons anymore? Or is it going to be like a sphere grid type thing for developing Hope dual so. techs? But like, how, I mean, what does that look like? And how does that, I mean, c- can you, would you be able to put an element to the dual tech? Well, and would after you... us just being like, it'll be so hard for them to animate more than one dual tech. That's, that's a good question. Is it like, do you alter the dual tech you have? And yeah, put an element on it or just increase damage or whatever else. Or is there multiple dual techs for different characters? That or you, you need to unlock the them grid. originally to use them in the first place. Do you know? They're not yeah. all unlocked by default. Yeah, I doubt they'll. But apparently, like, you even have to build relationships to unlock them. Wasn't that uh, mentioned in, oh, in the was it? as well? I mean, I'd love that. I'd, I, that's, that's my like kind maybe of... Maybe you have to have certain characters in your party for enough time for it to be unlocked for a dual talk to yeah. the I, I like the idea of that because yeah. they haven't built the bond yet. That's very um, uh, Fire Emblem. You know, but I see for me, I wanted this game to be more of them going, you know, because in the scene where they're like, oh, gold saucer, isn't that great? In the original, only Aerith gives a shit about the gold saucer, you know, so they're trying to throw Yuffie in being all excited and this, that and the other. But Aerith was the one who was enjoying the adventure while the other ones were dead serious all the time. Mm-hmm. I want the adventure to be her just trying to have fun constantly and just trying to get the others to kind of enjoy themselves a bit more. So I want that scene where you're out in the wild and you build a campfire and, like, you just... You go in, into a tent... Like, it's a tent scene. You're going to use a tent, but everyone's gathered around the campfire and then they just have the chats. You know, Like, uh, just like a 15. Of conversations. And that would blow my mind. I would rather that than any fight, like, you know? Yeah. Just let me see the characters sitting down by a campfire like a, like a Baldur's for two or three minutes just interacting, just interacting yeah. in small ways. A Baldur's Gate 3 long rest type exactly. yeah 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 oh man that'd be so good because and this is the thing is when you look at the history of, of final fantasy in uh, of recent years they have that uh you know blueprint from final fantasy 15 yeah. like they have that they, 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 this interaction between people on the journey they have that less so in 16 because they remove the idea of a party but like some of that stuff's there just yeah. to be like if you put seven into 15 and like the gameplay was all terrible it was all atrocious but they had those great character moments yeah i'd be fine with that yeah <laughs> i think it'd be a better game <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah than just the combat okay so then we get to oh yeah okay after that we get to cloud and sephiroth in i guess the uh, flashback fighting together it what appears to be a scorpion monster that wasn't on the menu the in the original game keeper. it's the material keeper, keeper who yeah. used trine which is one of the best spells of enemy skill you can get yeah but he one. cloud and sephiroth didn't fight him in the original game they didn't, didn't. but no. you do when you Go, go, and go back. So yeah, it makes sense that he would be He's there. He's there. Yeah. Um, it looks great. Their dual techie stuff looks fantastic. What about that super beautiful 
Yeah, that that weird pose thing where it's a beautiful like face. A, it's Cloud yeah. looking at Sephiroth looking hot, and Sephiroth looking at Cloud looking what hot. What did you say, Greg? It looks like it was PS3. PS3. Yeah. Like their faces don't look very. They're not well rendered well. well no, like, no. You know? Yeah. Um, it, it looked kind of poor. But I don't like the idea of Cloud. Like I know some people are saying, oh, if you look, Sephiroth's doing ten times more damage to Cloud than Cloud is. But they're still the timing, the speed. Like they're clearly here's, level in terms of that, and I don't like that. Here's Cloud my theory: should be slower. He should you know? be. And here's my theory: I was talking to Kev about this yeah. when Kev called me. My theory is that Cloud is remembering that whole thing as him in the boots of Zack. So Cloud was a lonely old soldier, but he would have seen Zack and Sephiroth fighting together as soldier first class. So he's put himself in the memory as I a know, soldier first but class. Zack, even Zack back then was level one and like weak you know and died instantly to the dragon so you know that continuity was supposed to be yeah he's a member of soldier but Sephiroth was still way way more powerful was, was than, Zach in that Zach. flashback not soldier first class as well he was but but in the original game Cloud puts himself in Zach's shoes and he gets and wrecked by the river dragon but great. I'm okay with them changing that you know it, so long as it's explained away that it was Zach later on and he's kind of closer to being because on I think but, but it's a good point because that's such an uh big thing for the first game because the flashbacks one of the first times you really learn a lot about Sephiroth it's the first, the first time you ever see him and yeah. you realise just how ridiculously powerful he is yeah. compared to anyone else and he's the, got all the max level spells yeah. his attacks kill everything in one yeah. hit like he's, he's and ridiculous. that's before the, the snake thing so yes. that's your, your true introduction yes. to him, other than him killing the president and of uh, course but uh, it's the first time you see him in action and it's so unfortunate though I think because that that whole thing will never have the effect that the first game did because we've seen so much of Sephiroth yeah. already. Plus, yeah. And we fought him and beat him. You plus know? Cloud keeps holding his own against him that I'm like, if you're as strong as him now, what makes me think that you won't just beat him the next time? Like you, you clearly were evenly matched in that fight. You know, so you try to tell me that Sephiroth is way more powerful than Cloud. I'm like, I don't believe it because I've seen them fight and Cloud won in my yeah. eyes. Like, you know, it's the hard, it was the tricky part about them making it a trilogy as opposed to kind of going through in one game, because I would have preferred that you just end the game as a to be continued, you know, like a, with maybe a small little cliffhanger, but they went all out in the whole, no, 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 this, this each game will have to end with a Sephiroth fight, which has taken away a huge amount from Sephiroth's yeah. character, I think. But I mean, look, it's what they've done. It's what we'll have to live with. I guess and um, following on from that we get probably my favorite bit in the trailer is like the summon showcase we get an alexander in what appears to be the vr room mm, followed yeah. by a kujada followed by what is the greatest looking odin way to go fantastic. darren you did notice that because maximilian night sky print none of those guys recognized that kujata was in there oh really none of them yeah we called it when we were watching like, the, yeah. the trailer which is great because you it's only like, see him for like a, a second but yeah. it's definitely the and pull it, yeah, yeah and it's such a niche summon which yeah. is great because it just goes to show how many summons they're obviously going oh to my put God. in this game like if, 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 if they, kujata is in it yeah like, if, if he's in it they're gonna have like all i honestly all didn't think they, they'd include titan him, hades like, nobody knows yeah. who that one is like it was just this once off yeah he's never appeared in any other game don't call me on that but i think no i don't remember well, in terms of since final fantasy 7 he's not appeared in a final fantasy 7 game as a summon yeah and i didn't play like one two or three so i couldn't yeah. tell you for certain i was thinking of a different one i was thinking of you know the way um there's is a typhon in 16 yes the guy you fight who puts up the big walls when you're um ultimate controls and he puts up the big walls and they're going whatever uh he was in seven but in seven he was like a weird floating warthog who like mm -hmm. cast a tornado oh and like, yeah very rotated in midair yeah, yeah. so he wasn't a summon yeah was he not a summon 
Was he a summon? Yeah, he was a summon in seven. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember him because they've got yeah. so many. That's what I mean. Yeah, you imagine? yeah. Well, they just get because uh, again, I only played it recently, and it's just like all of a sudden you're just getting summons nonstop, and it becomes really overwhelming. Really, and fast. this and this is a this is a part that I think where they've changed their um what they did in the first game. I don't think we're ever gonna see a summon that'll land beside you and fight alongside you like Ifrit and Shiva and all that did. These look like cuts like damage cuts. Better off. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I I mean, for me, I think so. I mean, I, it was cool. Like, I mean, there was a scene. I remember playing through the first game, and, and Ifrit landed down, and I was just rocking around with Cloud, and like but that, they, the they, whole they gang. They fuck all damage, and like they mostly just walk yeah. around. But and, even like, just the bad to guys don't even target the summon because they don't have health. So the bad guy will just ignore Ifrit while Ifrit's just chasing after yeah. him. Like I'm like, come on, Ifrit, do something. Yeah, yeah, and because you, you have to make him do all the text and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think they made the right choice, especially if they're introducing. Like, if Kujat isn't, there's got to be tons. got to be tons of summons. Yeah, and someone like Odin would be completely over. If they want to keep Odin the same as he was in the original Interesting game. little tidbit. I know these things can change, but on the health bars of our characters, when that showcase is happening of those summons, Alexander, everyone's on about three to 4,000 HP. Kujata, everyone's on the same. Odin, they all have just over 1,000 HP. Which means that Odin. I mean, I know that can change. Oh, it's could early be, on. It could be early on that you get because Odin, Odin isn't in VR, right? It doesn't look like it's in VR. No, and I, I hope we. Well, get... I mean, realistically, that was you summoning Odin. You know, so it was. It wasn't necessarily you fighting Odin. It was just you summoning him yes. to a regular fight. But it's yes. when you get him early in the game. It's, it, it seemed like, but I mean, I don't know if you can take that for gospel in terms of what's in the command slot in terms of what the. Does, does people's health really match up to where what's happening around the game and these like tech demo things you yeah, never know yeah, yeah. but i mean cool if he was in early but yeah i hope there's i hope you have missions to get some of these summons that and it's not great. just yeah, it's yeah, not just a, like the final fantasy 8 getting odin and final fantasy 8 he had a whole tower that you had to go into and solve these puzzles and fight tonberries and have a mm-hmm. limited time and if you did it all you got odin but great in ff7 you open the safe and there it was <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say well you had to fight missing was he no not missing number that was pokemon yeah um whatever that boss was in number seven who was ridiculously difficult for that point of the game unless you were like like last time he was i played he was fine because i was getting everything and i was grinding but i remember being when i was a kid it was one of the tougher bosses and yeah. he was extremely difficult yeah that's, that's what jumps out of the chest yeah lost lost number i think and he's got like he gets resistant to physical damage and then magic damage alternatively depending on what color he is and like he's got all these mechanics. A tough, tough old fight but yeah, that'd be great. So after that, then we get to what's next on my list. Ah, the golden saucer scene. And we're just, you know, you've got the whole gang and the little little um, cable car going up to the golden saucer. They're all excited to be there. Yeah. And then we get a blast of minigame after minigame after minigame. We get the, the... Hopefully it's just lots of fun. Yeah. And the whole, I want the characters to have fun. When they're there. Yeah. Even though, because realistically, they're going to get there and Barrett already knows Dine is up to no good. So he's probably going to have his arms full and be like, hmm, this is real shit. Just like in the first game. So hopefully they'll just keep the dying thing for maybe a little later you know don't ruin the gold saucer with your negativity barrett just have that happen everyone have like, fun a good few hours later like you know do you th- sorry no go ahead i was just gonna say because they they did say in the interview thing again that you're gonna return to the gold saucer constantly throughout the game a bit like the original one and like new mini games will be unlocked every yeah. time yeah. you go back so even if he is when you go there originally and he's all pissed off about dying which kind of, I mean, would track in terms of the story. Hopefully that's it, and then they can just carry on and have fun. Aerith will be having fun anyway, you know? Regardless, you should have a blast. One of my uh, favorite things is that they they 100% for the Chocobo Racing cutscene that we got, like to see them racing, Mm. that is nothing but the Kingdom Hearts team. 
working on that. If you look, it's at so the dis- colorful. If you, you look see at the background, the dis- it looks yeah. like a gumdrop forest or some yeah, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Like, you know, and, I was and, like, what is that? And it's even the UI, like the the, 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 the number to show you what position you're in, the uh, little command thing for dash. It is, it is. I, I, I the sound at effect that. when you picked something up. It's where a Kingdom Hearts sound effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it looked to me so in the PSP uh, game. God, what was that one called? Birth by Sleep. There is, uh, you do racing in the Disneyland world with that team. And I was looking at this being like, this is just like an upgraded <laughs> HD version of this PSV game. But I'm still excited about it. Yeah. It looks great. It looks like it's a, it's, its own it, thing. It suits fun. because the Gold Saucer is where the Kingdom Hearts people should, you know, have their moments. Because it's all fun bullshit, but it, you know it's, <laughs> yeah. it shouldn't be canon in any way. It's just like, yeah, yeah let's we'll mini do the games. mini games, we'll yeah, do yeah. the fun, creative arcade stuff. Yeah. And did you say in the chocobo race that the person in first place was riding a black chocobo? Yes. Which so is the Dio. same. Dio is going to be. Is, is that, it Dio? No, Dio is the guy who runs the gold saucer. Yeah. But there's the guy with the hat on. Dine that, uh, is always no. no Dine. Dine is, is the barrister. I can't remember his name. But yeah, the guy with the hat on, and he's always really difficult to beat. Like yeah. he's in all your races the whole way. Up. So the when in that scene they had all the chocobos, much like in a Mario Kart game see all the heads on the the map and the first one was a black chocolate with red eyes and i was like oh that's nice. so cool whoever I, this guy is i hope it's fun that's my only thing yeah, there's yeah. potential for that as a mini game because it's new to just be boring and we you know played it so wasn't Mario. great in the original game especially because you had to do it so much and yeah you were like oh, yeah. i'm so sick of this because yeah. like getting your chocobo to win every race like became very very difficult Chory, all you grindy. had was the gold chocobo you weren't like we're interested in this shit, yeah. did the Sorry to, I know you're, you're no, no, moving no, on, but no, there, there was a, a Switch game or whatever that came out that was Chocobo Racing. And I oh, heard yeah. someone in one of the things I've watched since the trailer came out say, it doesn't look the same. Like, it looks like the mechanics are different. But was that critically acclaimed at all? Was it any good? Pe- people know, people it- said, um, mechanics-wise, an enjoyable game. Fun. Yeah, but I mean, it was. It was it was just a kind of silly spin-off that... Uh, because if they can if they can make a decent game out of racing game on on the switch or whatever else then i'm sure they can port loads of the mechanics over and in 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 the team we trust because i would be vitally disappointed if uh chocobo racing was was dull because i'd love i'd love for the chocobos to be a big big part of hopefully they will yeah yeah. they could really have a lot of hopefully they're all just fun you know because in like in final fantasy 5 the main character has like a chocobo buddy you know, and that's a great thing. And then Seven, I think, is the only other game that's really made the Chocobos an integral part of the the world. Like more so than Nine, even I think Chocobos were just a really big deal in Seven. And I hope they keep that because that was, I think, I love that about the, nice. the world. Well, so from the trailer, like they seem to be used a lot. Like, yeah. like you'll be using them a lot in traversal. You know, so I'm excited for it. Uh, the next scene we get is uh, this would be an interesting one to talk about our timelines. It's uh, we after the gold saucer, we cut back to Zach uh, handing Cloud over to Kiri to say can you watch over my friend for a second and then he leaves um and that's all we get about that uh craig you had an interesting thought on the timeline thing that where you think zach is at this moment in time like world wise universe wise well i think he's in the the, the timeline that we uh all the events happen in the first game now zach is there but we're in his timeline you know so the events that we did in the first game are a little bit different because basically I think our characters are now in the timeline that should have had Zach, and Zach is now in our timeline. That's what I think. I, I don't think that we'll be able to go to Midgar and see Zach. I think if we were to go to Midgar, it would be a different Midgar 
to the events that happened in our game and with the different stamp and yeah, everything especially else. because now Sephiroth is saying that the reunion is two worlds collide yes yeah, yeah. Know, which is not what the reunion was no like you <laughs> yeah. know the reunion was yeah. just all the Sephiroth so I think him saying that in the trailer is, is definitely the idea that the the I think that how the second game will end and the third game begin will be this collision mm-hmm. of, of, of worlds and then the timelines but there's over. more evidence in that um remember the way you see in um remember the big tree there was the chocobo guy the, the um what's the dancing fella's name oh um, uh kev you andrea rodea andrea rodea excellent yeah, yeah but the fact that we now see him at the gold saucer i'm like i bet he was never in midgar i bet you his show is here in the gold saucer and he's not going to recognize cloud that's what i think you know that you're going to go up and it'll be a very similar thing and he'll be like oh hey honey you look great you know, but he's not going to know who you are because the events of his timeline are different because it's Zach's timeline. Interesting. That's what I think. And again, you're going to see, because that would lead me to believe that then you will actually see your one Jesse on stage at the Gold Saucer. And I just think that would be amazing. So that, that, especially the reveal that everything, like the reveal for the characters that the timelines are different should be Jesse on stage. Yeah, that would be cool. Stage. Yeah. If so, that's what they're going to do, that'd be a great way to do it. So then uh, keeping that in mind in the original trailer that we already did the, an episode on, if you haven't heard that, you should check out. It's called that rebirth trailer. Just going to plug, going to plug What's the pod gonna, here. This is this rebirth trailer. This rebirth trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That and this. The um, second rebirth trailer. That one starts off with the entire party with the exception of cloud. Cause he's not there. Um, dead and being put into like you know a medical helicopter being taken off on Midgar's in flames so do you believe that and this is where the whole timeline thing crossing is 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 difficult to to understand because you're saying that Zach has walked into our party's timeline Mm -hmm. but they've all just left so that none of them would be there so you're that's just sa- my theory though yeah like, you know because my my any, any crack crackpot theory could be correct yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> at this stage because my thing about it is is that when you we, zach at the end of the dlc um that you play integrated with yuffie calls on the church to see Aerith, and when he goes in everybody's very very sad mm-hmm. which must mean that they know Aerith has most likely died mm-hmm. which would put him still in his same timeline where we saw all yeah. of the party die yes that's a good point. plus the fact that cloud isn't there shows that there Cloud was with changes because yeah. Cloud is with Zack yeah. so it, it can't the, the the actions can't have all been the same you know yeah. and also we were saying we saw Elmira in the background when Zack has Cloud yeah. on her shoulder or whatever and you know obviously it was only there for a second but if it came to it Elmira would obviously recognize Cloud because she would have just seen Cloud with Aerith not long ago. Yes, know? but I so I don't think I think Elmira doesn't recognize Cloud in that scene she'll just recognize Zack and she's so I think in that situation Zack rocks up doesn't know what the hell is going on. And you hear the bit at the very start of the trailer when Elmira saying, oh, people think it's the, the beginning of the end of the world. Mm-hmm. So he goes to her to be like, what's gone? Like, what's happened here in Midgar? Where's Aerith? All that kind of stuff. So I think that'll be Zack's thing. His first go-to, because who does he know in Midgar? Well, Shinra's all up in flames. Uh, Aerith is nowhere to be found. Well, I'll go talk to Elmira. She might know what the hell is going on because he knows her. Um, so I think, I don't think that they've crossed over timelines. That, but that is a good point about you know linking it to the the in, end of integrade where zach walks into the church and everyone's sad because when that happened all of us were going well why you know what happened to Aerith? why is and then so sad? The, blah, blah, blah. and then for the, the first trailer to be Aerith dead essentially getting thrown into an ambulance like that that's a great yeah. theory yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's why i think we haven't crossed over so interesting thoughts on timelines because this, you know the game's gonna get so fucking wacky yeah, by the yeah. third so just game. that's it's not what i th- it's what i want to happen but yeah. you want them to cross over 
I, I, the thing I said with you know, um, going to the gold saucer and seeing Jesse, I just want that to play out. If you were writing the game, if I was writing the game, that's what I would yeah. do. But I don't think that they'll do it. Yeah. But it do would you, be great. So here's here's my uh, theory on it because I think I don't I don't necessarily believe that Zach will be a playable character in this game. But if he's a playable character in the third game and Zach's got to get his party together, mm-hmm. that won't be Red Barrett. Aerith and Tifa because they were all dead you might get this whole you know the B team or whatever else or like you the Avengers cool. part that would be a lot of fun but him when he goes to the gold saucer sees Jesse, befriends Jesse, and she's there doing her thing and becomes part of the because Jesse's a hugely popular character obviously with the developers but the by the fact that they gave her so much time in the first mm-hmm. game that I think they don't really want her to be gone that and that would yeah. be a great way to fit it into what we think this timeline might be and get the best of both worlds for Zach to go to the gold sauce and, and, and for Jesse there. to be performing there. Yeah, it would be great. Like I she just, never joined yeah. Avalanche, you know? I just think we're going to have limited exposure to Zach, same way yeah. the first game did. I yeah. think he'll be used at the very start as the catch-up. So him walking around will really just be the tutorial for people who haven't played, you know, to... He's basically going, what's going... Like, he's the player, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's the, the player who wasn't there. He's just like, what happened? And everyone's going to explain to him what happened in the first game. And that's the tutorial, you know, for anyone who hasn't played Remake. Because the developers have said they, they want it to be able to be played as though you haven't played it. So if you're a new player, you're essentially taking on Zach's role. And if you're a returning player, you're taking on Cloud's role. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, so that, yeah. That's a good way to, to do that. To do right? a second game, for sure. Um, Going on to the next scene, we go back to... um. Junon, I always I'm gonna say Junon every time almost. Um, we get go back to that with everybody cheering, and then but we get this mysterious man in the dark cloak who kind of gives Rufus a look over. That was the most interesting moment for me because I was like, I don't know him. Yeah, you know, new character, new character potentially. But Uh, if it's a new character, happy days. But if it's related to Battle Royale, Dirge of Cerberus, or Crisis Core, no, I'll be fucking furious. Because I haven't heard anyone (laughs) talk about um. About him, or like no one seems to have recognized him from the trailers because yeah. I, I haven't played Dirge of Cerberus or whatever else. But there there was a bit in the first game, uh, after the plate comes crashing down, where you go underground and you're fighting, you fight like the behemoth and stuff down there, yeah. and you're fighting what's the there's like an organization that Nero and Weiss and stuff are part of. Oh, so you, you, you fight them underground, so like maybe dirge, he's related to that, stuff. and that is they're gonna drag that into Dead Cell. Or, no, no, that's uh, no, I guess I'll Deep ground, it's deep ground. Some some bullshit Vincent <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Valentine stuff. Uh, speaking of Vincent Valentine, no, actually, he's not, he's not in the next scene. The next scene was one of my favorite scenes in the whole trailer, okay. and it's Tifa floating in. You've said this three times now. <laughs> That was your favorite scene in the trailer. He said one of my favorite scenes. Chris. Yes, he yes. did say. But the first two times he didn't. He actually said it was my favorite. Like, so I've got a lot of favorite parts of the trailer. This is one of them. Um, the bit with Tifa in the what it looks like to be like the live stream, I guess, floating there, and Red Thirteen is kind of talking her through the protectors of the planet, the weapons, and mm-hmm. we see Emerald Weapon. Who was I, that? I think. So I think that scene's Cosmo Canyon. Me too. Yeah, and I think it's part of the like virtual reality yeah. that Bugenhagen is showing them. Yeah, okay. and they're explaining everything about it. And I think as a weapon, I I don't know whether or not it's Emerald Weapon. I mean, it could be. It's green or whatever, but it doesn't really look like Emerald Weapon. It looks nothing like Emerald Weapon. Um, but I wonder, maybe is this there's their... more weapons in this game. Yes. They're, you know? they're quite side quests because yeah, some of them didn't look great. You know, like, yeah. and and that one didn't look particularly threatening compared to like ruby or emerald or whatever in the in the first one or yeah. ultima or any of them it just looked like what was the one that monster. gets shot shot by the gun what was that one called Can you um remember? i can't remember it was the big white no. one was it omega that fired all the omega missiles. maybe which one was ultima ultima is the one you fight and eventually kill near cosmo yeah, you have Canyon. to find like three times yeah yeah around the high wind and then you get the path up to that little forest where you do the puzzle to yeah. get all the special stuff yeah. um 
He's one of the weaker ones. Yeah. <laughs> what is his name? Don't know, but that'll be a cool scene. Mm. But yes, th- that that introduction to the whole weapons who will be here to protect the planet is you know the the allu- alluding to the future in the game is a is a great way to put in because the weapons just kind of come out from the northern crater and like oh those big weapons yeah to there, the there should be some foreshadowing with this, them because yeah. they can't they did come out of nowhere and you're just like what the hell are these yeah what am I meant to do with these guys so that'll yeah. be good so then after that then we get what everyone was hoping for the big old Vincent reveal which they had to show they had to show just, based on Ever Crisis yeah, yeah. Just based on Ever Crisis but. He pops out, voiced by Matt Mercer. I'm delighted awesome. for the guy. Yeah. Delighted yeah. for the guy. What a what a turnaround that must be for him. One of his first cosplay shows, they showed that he dressed up as Sephiroth. He's a massive uh, Final Fantasy VII fan. I watched an interview with him from years ago where he said Final Fantasy VII, the game, is what got him into Dungeons & Dragons and creating these worlds. Nice. So the fact that he's now, however, 20 years later... The fucking... influence of Final Fantasy VII is mind-blown. And I'm going on a slight tangent here, but uh, you just brought up, I messaged you the other day, and one of my favorite complete tangent fantasy authors brandon sanderson mm-hmm. is a massive final fantasy fan and it's influenced a lot of his stuff as well like it's it's such an iconic game for so many people yeah mm-hmm. and it and it shaped so many people who are into anything fantasy like you said D D or not well, i wouldn't know else. you if it wasn't for the Final fantasy series yeah. seven and eight especially like you That's know why we're all friends yeah, yeah. amazing but uh vince's reveal in the kind of weird mansion bit uh, we didn't get to see his face. He just no, got a little see. No. We know yeah. what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm quite excited. Do we think Vincent's playable? No, I don't think. Uh, I, I think, th- again, the, when you have bad news, you put it out. You know, like you shouldn't reveal good news. You reveal bad news so that people don't get mad when the game comes out. <laughs> that's why. That's why when they did that interview, I was like, he made sure to name drop the companion thing. And he mentioned that very specifically that like there will be characters that will accompany you that will be playable in the next game. And he did say characters, which is annoying because you can say it just said, which is funny because Vincent should be relatively early on. Well, no, no, actually, Nibelheim's past Cosmo Canyon and everything else. Yeah, yeah. And they are. There's the whole thing that they are turning everything around in terms of the where you go and when you go is different to 75 percent true of the game or true the uh this part of the game i would say yeah because you, know? yeah. you just have temple of the ancients and then the forgotten capital and that's it he's still going to be dope to see him fluting about the place firing his weapon but off I, like a lot of people are mad i'm fine with them having less characters because i think we're gonna need time to learn these new characters well, we have two new ones and if, in if red there's a new character every 10 minutes then i'll just be like oh, here i haven't learned how to use this one yet yeah and the game is going to start off with two two new characters on two top of the new. fact that we were never able to play as more than three ever before anyway so we're going from three to six instantly and i'll be like that's well, three to three to seven because we'll have red 13 and yuffie on top of the it will be at least 10 hours into the game or whatever you right know, okay like, you mean from entry yuffie level. seems very very early yeah Kate Sith could be earlier on like when do you think cloud is talking to Kate Sith and saying oh, i don't saucer i'd say so i don't know if they're going to do well in fairness i mean yeah, it just didn't look... In that scene where he's talking to him, it didn't look very gold saucer. Unless no. it's in an office in the gold saucer somewhere. True, the yeah, admin yeah, office. Yeah. But it didn't look very flashy. Because in the in the original game, you meet him at the area with all the pipes, isn't it? But in wouldn't it make lobby? sense yeah. that he's a fortune teller and maybe that's just his office as the fortune teller in gold saucer and maybe Aerith is like no come on like we'll ask this guy he'll know where Sephiroth is and cloud's like there's Great no chef. way a fortune teller is going to know where Sephiroth <laughs> is and yet Aerith will drag cloud along because she loves the fun type of shit yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know? so for me that'd be a great way to do it that's so cloud, true actually. cloud's just like where's Sephiroth you know where he is but he doesn't believe Sephiroth, that Kate Sith will have see. an answer but yeah, Kate yeah. Sith will have a surprisingly good answer and it'll intrigue cloud very good that's what I would do and I'm brilliant <laughs> <laughs> so good okay so after this then what have we got we got two scenes left um oh i oh, said pretty much one scene left after that uh vincent reveal we get what is what looks to be the end game fight scene 
the colliding yeah, the least of worlds. Part of the trailer is the yes, end. Yeah. except for that one line from Sephiroth saying that reunion when worlds are gonna or when worlds collide or whatever yeah. else, which yeah. hints towards the timelines coming together. Yeah, which is great to get some sort of confirmation. But yeah, the end of the trailer was very lackluster. It was just like a recap. Everyone. Someone was saying, uh, talking about it maybe being the start of this game. Do you get that cutscene again? Do you know? You see the end of the first game. So again? I think different potentially because... Oh, no, actually, you could be right because the, the ghosts, those fake yeah, ghosts ghost are there journey, yeah. and the ghosts shouldn't be there anymore. So yeah, that looks yeah. like, it's, like it might be a recap of, of game number one. Interesting, That'll actually, which I'd prefer that. Yeah, I'd prefer yeah. that, actually. And then uh, at the end, then we finally get the reveal of the date, 29th of February, 2024, on two motherfucking discs, which I am so hyped about. Uh, you guys go on digital or physical? Copy when the game comes it'll out. It'll be digital, yeah. Because like I went to online immediately, and it's impossible to get that Sephiroth trophy thing. So why do they even show us that shit if they're only going to make a hundred of them? Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. Like, oh really? Because like, I was, I was like, oh, Darren's going to be stoked because you always buy the collector's edition. So of games I, you really, you yeah, but you never like. Copies. There's always a collector's edition, and then there's like this limited, limited, yeah. limited. Yeah. I'm yeah. never. It's something amazing. I'm not that gamer. I'm, I'm never the guy to go for the statues. It's a, it's a I Sephiroth go, statue. Though. But it, it, for it, this game, I would go for the statue, <laughs> and I tried, but it wasn't possible. But if <laughs> if they can give me a cloth map of the Fantasy yes. 7 map, I'm into that. But like even in the first game, I love the idea of getting the Shinra um, ID card. Yes. And even that was impossible to get. Yes. Like, yeah, an yeah. ID card. Surely you could print millions of those. You know? Yeah, yeah. They're still like, no, we're going to make 100 of these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> give me more. Like, what's the point of making something and then putting it in a trailer, but nobody can, nobody have can it, get like, it? Nobody can get it. But they did show it looked like it was the for the physical copy. It looked like they have like a collector's um addition as well not 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 one with I the just, trophy like, but I, I'm, the... I'm over the steel bookcase and little little fucking pictures of a couple of characters oh, I still, like, it's I not enough for that. me you know i'm not gonna spend the extra 30 euro just for that i'll let you know how it goes well, so i'll go digital which will ensure i get the game on time Craig, i'm not my... gonna have what happened to you happen to me you so know? i ha- i've been both lucky and unlucky i think i might have said this before the last was arrived to me two days early and what game was it that arrived late? arrived early, didn't it? I know, 16 arrived a day early. If yeah. Final Fantasy VII came to me even one day late, I would lose my mind. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, I'd have yeah, lost yeah. out on so much and I would be absolutely furious. It's fine for you. You like Kate Sit. You want to roll those <laughs> dice? That's fine with me. Like, you know? But I don't take chances. I'm not going to have a lucky dice thrower in my party and I'm not waiting for a physical copy. Physical copy. No. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, guys, that's that's been amazing. It's kind of a pretty much a full trailer breakdown. Um. Yes. Are we going to enjoy the game? Oh, yeah. Like, I'll bitch and moan, but that's only because, like, they're not going to do as good a job as I could. (laughs) 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 Because I've been envisioning this for years and years and years, like, you know? And I think the story is going to be botched, but the gameplay is going to be amazing. Amazing. And hopefully those moments in between are going to be amazing as well. Like, I want that campsite scene, you know? At least give me one or two of those. Of them just, like, hanging out. I just want to learn more. Because, like I said in the original game, after... Midgar, the, ca- the characters basically just don't talk to each other ever because they're no longer in your party. So their lines of dialogue just don't happen. But I think th- this game, regardless of where they go storyline, that's definitely going to be better. That's definitely going to, because it's a modern day AAA game, I think that will be better. My worry though is that whatever three characters you have, like when you go and into a town, only those characters will be shown to be there. And that would ruin the game for me. So I don't, based off the trailer, it looked as though when you went into the thing to reveal Vincent, the whole team was there. Yeah, so there are going to be those moments, but I just don't want, like, a lot of it. Like, uh, that's fine. If it only happens, like, er every few hours, you see the party, I'll still be quite disappointed. I want it to be 
like those moment to moment, you know, where you see a bad guy. I want like to hear Barrett in the background, even though he's not present. I still want to hear his voice. As but didn't they? Didn't the first trailer confirm that? Now it, this isn't to say they confirm that everyone just walks around with you. But when you're in the battlefield with three people, the other two are visible there, which yeah. makes me believe that when the party, when the fight ends, everyone comes together again to continue. But like, hopefully, th- th- that'd be amazing. But imagine with nine yeah. fucking people yeah. walking be, around the place, it'd be fucking unbelievable. But I want it, you know. And it is good when you saw that because you sent us the screenshot showing. Um, Red 13. Oh, the the chocobo. It hilarious. It's but, so good. But in that shot, there were four of them on the chocobo. Yes. So, like, and in, in, in the first three. trailer, there's four of them on the chocobos uh, out from Chocobo Bill's place, which would make sense because they haven't met Yuffie yet. Yeah. So I, I think that you get everybody hanging around the place. But that idea that you have nine characters and nine people just like walk around like a little posse would be unbelievably cool if they if that is their decision that would be mentally difficult to pull off but if they did i mean imagine it's just like sid like being like chatting away to red 13 being like what the fuck are you with a cigarette in his mouth puffing <laughs> away like it'd be so good sid so is going to be so interesting whenever he does come into it because he was like such an asshole in the first game yeah. like terrible to his wife yeah. mean to everyone chain smoking cigarettes yeah. so like he's just hopefully they capture that essence like, like yeah they keep just him being... absolutely being miserable but it's it's good because in the game and i think they did a good job of capturing him in like how he became a better person in advent children like one of my favorite bits he only has a couple of lines of dialogue but when you uh when he arrives in to help everybody fight behemoth mm-hmm. he does this whole little nose thing and he's like mashira the latest model so he's named his next flying machine after his wife so he's obviously become a Are better person married? i mean in the first game they're not they're not married sorry they're she's not married just his she's, assistant she's like assistant but there's kind of a... his slave because she fucked up one time <laughs> yeah yeah but he's awful to her he's so but like I, so he he that's what i loved about his character you, he only gets like two three lines of dialogue in advent children but you know he's a better person they are together he's... though aren't they because she like cooks him dinner and she's like nah lives in her house that just shows how miserable he is he just basically is Using her all like, the you know? time, yeah, oh, yeah. Terrible. And he's, he's banging his fist on the table. Make these guys feel his feet up. Like, like, God, yeah. I, I, re- I replayed it recently. I forgot how much of an asshole he was. He, they probably, probably tone him. They will have because to tone him. Can't get away with that no, now. no, no, absolutely not. And I don't think I'd want to watch that in a modern day graphic. No, uh, not him being abusive, but I want him to still be narky. Yeah, be, be narky, be a bit of a dickhead, and smoke his cigarettes, and blow the smoke in people's faces. That you don't agree. That kind of shit, like you know. He can be an asshole if he's a complete character, but in the original game, he. He wasn't a character. He wasn't. He was just an asshole until he has kind of a redemption thing where you know he goes to space and he's like, "Oh, it's all worth it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's gonna be, and it's funny. He was one of my favorite characters to have on the team. Uh, even when I was a kid because even when you're playing with him on the party he's there with a cigarette in his mouth and like dynamite one of his limit breaks he just like throws a cigarette to light it. I'm like, I hope they don't get rid of that. I no, like I know everyone you, you know you don't want to be showing people smoking cigarettes and blah, 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 whatever but it's it like it's it and I think it has to it's like um oh see that's the thing they might not do it because what I loved about Final Fantasy 16 right. was yeah. Sid in 16 was smoking cigarettes and whatever they all were smoking oh he was yeah but mm. that's an 18s game it was. and I think it has what to be 18s rating is is 15s maybe 15s or yeah it's no higher than 15s I, I don't think Final Fantasy 7 remake yeah well it won't be 18s but then I wonder what the limit is for. I don't think you can throw cigarettes I, in 18 yeah, I don't think yeah. you're gonna you have to have 18s to have a cigarette so we won't get a Sid maybe that's why it's not playable and he'll be in the last game of the last game will be 18s they wouldn't change the age rating for any of the games no I, I, I you wouldn't get 12 12 and then all of a sudden 18. everyone the second game can't play the third game yeah. you know yeah I mean I, I'd love for them to do it because I love 16 I love the adult themes in 16 uh, and I think 7 would benefit from that but they would cut out a massive part of their audience doing that so yeah. that won't that won't it's happen. not 12s right it's 16s remake because they curse and they 
but they don't show any blood. So you just see ooze. Um, so yeah, they've gotten away yeah. with a lot. Yeah, let me just. Let and me it, just... there probably is. They say things like shit or whatever else, but I, I think you can have a certain amount of those in a, a game before mm. the rating. Well, goes certain up, words aren't considered, but like you can say bastard as as much as you want because it's an actual word. You can you can use it as a curse. And oh, get really? Away with it. Yeah, yeah. So this game has been rated uh, Peggy sixteen for depictions of realistic looking violence towards human like characters. There you go. Yeah. So. Oh, no cigarettes. No cigarettes. Damn no, it! Unlikely. That was that was. There you go. Major See the ruins. Just, yeah, just <laughs> ditch them. Bench them. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be great. So, a uh, uh, final question before we leave: Do we get Sid in this game? A company. Com- he'll be in it at least story-wise. He might not even be in it for combat, I don't think. But I think we'll we'll see him. You'll at meet some him. Stage I think game. we'll actually see him in June, on you know, and he'll be working on the high wind or whatever, you know, like right there and then. Interesting. Okay. He might even be the guy in the hood. Who knows? Maybe he's trying to sneak back into Midgar after they boot him. Maybe he's trying to steal the ship. You know, maybe that was the thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if the guy in the cloak was Sid? What a twist! Yeah, because <laughs> he had a beard, so he's the only character I know with a beard. beard? So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He so dyed far. his beard dark brown. Uh, guys, it's been great. Thank you very much for doing this trailer. We'll do a. We're going to be doing a quick post show after this. We're going to ask the guys what they reckon their uh, favorite or what they would be looking forward to as a mini game in the brand new Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, and if you want to hear that, you've got to go to patreon.com forward slash gift game to check that out. Kev, Craig, thank you so much for going through that trailer. God, I love Final Fantasy talk. That was good fun. Yeah, yeah I could always man. do that. Thank you. I'm so excited for this game. Um, we will no doubt there will be a, another probably trailer, I'd say, at the Game Awards or some shit like that to yeah, do with their trailer probably. and i'll meet you guys back here for that <laughs> of course and um, but might. listen uh, until the next time uh we're chatting to each other thanks very much guys and to our listeners keep enjoying the gift that is gaming peace out.